You're listening to Gatefold Gateway Podcast, a musical journey through time. And here are your hosts. Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the Gatefold Gateway Podcast. Um, just kind of want to put a bit of an apology out there for um, a couple of weeks absence. Um, it's just life's happened, really. Um, just life back to work with Joe more so than me. Um, and yeah, it's just been a, a few difficult weeks, but we are gathering a bit of momentum again now. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed episodes again for the next few weeks on Mondays which is amazing um, and really really hope you enjoyed this week's episode um, we've got an absolute legend joining us somebody who I really really enjoy talking to um, on and off the microphone um, and a great musician so enjoy the episode and um, yeah we'll see you real soon guys take care Oh yeah, that's new. <laughs> it's not new. We say that every time now. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of your favourite um, sort of weekly, non-weekly podcast, where myself and my co-host, Mister Joe Green. Hello. Hello. Um, <laughs> where me and Joe Green, um, since December last year, during the uh, lockdown. Um, we started this podcast to talk to our friends, people in the music biz, um, producers, promoters, everybody about records that they love. Because whenever me and Joe get in a room, we kind of just end up talking about music. Um, Joe, it's been a few weeks since I've seen you. It um, has. Yeah, we've we had a few sort of recordings saved up, and um, we haven't really spoke since the last time we recorded about three weeks ago. So, what have you been been up to? Um, not much really. Um, just like working and yeah, waiting for shit to you know get back to normal. Oh, uh, that's that's the one, isn't it? We um, <laughs> we didn't re the last time we spoke, shit was supposed to go back to normal last week. Well, yeah, exactly. So um, now I'm I'm back on wait mode again. Yeah, Con continuing that on. It's a shame. As 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 per, and yeah, and gutted we weren't at download as well. Yeah, there was a obviously the download pilot took place last weekend. Ten thousand people at Donington. Big love to our friends, um, Jack who played with yeah, Jake, um, and our looked amazing. Looked Jake so good. Who played with Creeper. He's posted some videos. They look fucking amazing as well. Yeah, man, oh. it's nuts. It's, it looked like such a good weekend. I uh, have you seen? So Simon Bond from Second Self did like a really good vlog. Like, oh. over, it's like it's like forty minutes long. Um, over the three days and um, I watched that last week and it was um, it was it was nice it was like being there but not being there one of the things that kind of stuck out from what he said it was like because he's like a massive he does like a download blog vlog yeah. whatever yeah yeah um on YouTube so he so he's been going for absolutely ages and he was he one of the things he said that kind of stuck stuck out to me was um it's like download but it isn't like download so I was like ah oh, that would have been yeah. interesting I guess it was kind of more like, um, even more like 2000 Trees in the way that yeah. there weren't that many people there. Yeah, well, that's the, even the, well, the layout this year was like much smaller. Yeah, definitely. Um, again, you should watch it. It's really interesting. Like they put stuff where, like, so apparently where the main stage was is actually where the second stage would normally be. And they just completely condensed it down. Okay. And like, yeah, it looks really interesting, really. Um, yeah, just it would have been, as I say, it would have been awesome to go. But Simon, Simon Bond's vlog, which is quite hard to say, was uh, <laughs> was inf was informative and uh, and a good watch. So I recommend that. Excellent. If if you weren't there, <laughs> if you weren't there, a lot of people weren't there. Well, um, yeah. But we uh, we've got some cool shit to look forward to. So we do. How are you, mate? Sorry, I didn't ask how you are. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, still working. Um, obviously, every day. 
um bit of isolation recently due to the nhs app so that's been a bit of a ball ache but really um, yeah but it's okay and then yeah it kind of just i uh the two pigs are still going strong on a friday and saturday so i'll be there um the next couple of weeks up until the um the 17th of july being the last one of my run of three in a row and then oh, nice. hopefully the weekend after that we will be um in nightclubs grinding oh, cool. upon each other um <laughs> saliva Fil- and all filthy dutty wine in nice yeah Good. so yeah just aim at that really. um yeah oh, I need a tasty stuff I need to watch again. yeah i know i know yeah so to, yeah i know <laughs> bring on burn it down fest isn't it I think. yeah but at least there are some cool like um, tours now that are finally being announced by American bands like Angels and Airwaves are coming over next year. Um, Limbiscuit oh, yeah, are coming over next year. Really? I've not seen that. Yeah, okay, they're, cool. They're That's playing good. Brixton Academy next July. Um, so that'll be. I might have to get done. I might yeah. have to get done. I think it's got great, a... great band and one of the best venues in the world. Mm. Yeah. Do you know, if they said who's supporting it? Oh, no, no. They're only doing two shows. I'm assuming around a load of festivals in Europe potentially okay. i don't know I, I i don't know what's around that time probably um Hellfest in france they've announced four more days they're doing a seven day festival next year oh yes it's fucking get, bonkers get your money's worth there Why if we can't well. have one this year let's Love. have a double festival next that's year. basically what they've done seven Genius. absolutely ridiculously huge headliners across seven days um yeah that would be knackering <laughs> that's clever i think all the festivals should do that Everything should double up. That'd be sick. Uh, yeah, all good. So <laughs> let's um, let's crack on with our guest, yes. Joe, Joe Green. Yes. Yes. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, it's all right. Um, I know you're Joking feeling bad, however. That's okay. Um, I am. Have you got any history with our, our friend today? Um, I do. I know him um, through All Ears of Out, and I've seen him once or twice doing his thing. Um, yeah, but I, we just know each other from around, really, and all is about. Yeah, yeah, similar. Like uh, part of the uh, part of the awesome Cheltenham music scene from the last few years, kind of in the same. We had Connell Kelly on a few weeks ago, um, and, and just kind of hanging around with those guys um, in all the different bands that played at the Frog. Ollie Roylance just kind of putting all of the guys on as support acts for anyone that came through town. Um, so they got up on stage to play their music, which was ultimately amazing. Um, mm. So yeah, I'm really lucky that I've seen him a few times. And I think post, post well, like pre-COVID, we actually hooked up in Birmingham and saw each other um, at an All Is of Our and Death is a Girl gig, which was pretty fucking rad um so yeah ladies and gentlemen our guest this week is um the multi-talented singer songwriter mr harry daniels how we doing boys very very not bad how are you bad mate yeah not not doing bad at all you know (laughs) up in birmingham but yeah i do miss cheltenham a lot yeah yeah cheltenham would be good to get back obviously (laughs) well hopefully i'd hope but yeah (laughs) hopefully once covid's uh done a runner and get so down to the frog have, have and you just, gig and have you just stayed up in Birmingham the whole time then not been back in over a year well I came back when last year I came down in July it was someone's birthday so obviously you probably weren't meant to like be in a house party with people but yeah we were <laughs> so yeah that, that was interesting and then obviously coming back and my mum going what did you do and all that so yeah but yeah it's been it has been hard <laughs> like it has been for anyone hasn't it and then when was the last time I was in Cheltenham? It's probably April, I think. Jesus. So just, just, yeah, just after the second lockdown. Yeah. Restart, yeah. It's been a long Crazy. time. Yeah, yeah. man. Mm. Definitely should have visit then. Definitely. How are you both, anyway? Yeah, doing good. Yeah. Like I said at the start, just, just getting by, working, waiting for, waiting for things to happen. Hopefully, um, the 19th of July looks like, um, from what I've heard, it's a lot more positive. Um, okay. But obviously, um, at the time of recording this episode, there is a, a lot of it going around in Cheltenham at the moment. Like I said, I had, I had to isolate. And <laughs> there's there's just numbers are kind of rising. But fortunately, it seems like 
a lot of people have been vaccinated and the NHS isn't being overwhelmed. But I, I mean, I don't work for them, so I don't know. <laughs> hopefully, who knows? Who knows? You know. These days, so. Let's just get everyone vaccinated really quickly. Let's do it. Exactly. Yeah. And then we can get to a festival like you were mentioning. Yeah. Exactly. For Primavera next year. And obviously that's Ooh. that's been I've doubled up for, for that week. Yeah. Yeah, man. Looks amazing next year. Yeah. Looks crazy. So I'm going there with like Jack Bachelor and people. So yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, if you get a chance, you need to check out a band called Agrophobia. They're from okay. Spain. They're okay. definitely playing next year. Um, they're like well, I, I we saw him like a couple of years ago, like before yeah, yeah. all of this, like kind of four piece, like alt um, rock back girl band, basically. But they're uh, amazing, uh, so amazing, amazing kind of like kind of like Quatsir esque Royal Blood, yeah, yeah, yeah. like okay. PJ Harvey down by the river style, like PJ Harvey, big, come on, yeah. But like mm. the, you know, like like as I say, um, to bring me your love style, I mean. Yeah, 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 like that album, like the really big alternative riffy sound. They've got that nice. vibe about them. They're amazing. Wow, so, yeah, that's the thing. That. But like to be in Barcelona in the heat of the day, I stuff, know. Yeah, listen to great bands and stuff. And then it's, I think Batch has been before, and he was saying like he was up at three a.m. watching Pine Grove. Everyone <laughs> vibed to them and stuff. It's just yeah, sounds. They do it all different over there, don't they? So like, because yeah. it's so hot in the day, things start in the evening and then they yeah. run into the night. And yeah, then you, yeah. Then you sleep in the day, and then you party in the night again. Is that and right? the, head, yeah, yeah. the headliners play like halfway through the day, nah. halfway through the night, and then the the, the stage kind of carries on into yeah, the yeah. hours, and then it goes sort of like like a ladder effect where the bands go, you go up, and then you get to the headliner, and then it kind of comes back down. So the bottom tier bands kind of finish off the night like seven in the morning. That's I wish so I had cool. that Lollapalooza in Berlin. The yeah, yeah. Twenty sixteen, we got to see like Radiohead. But earlier in the day, I was wearing like a denim, thick denim shirt. It was like 30 degrees <laughs> a whole week. And I like got this massive heat stroke, collapsed. I think it was oh, Kaiser no. Chiefs playing and they were awful, but oh, no. awful, like, do you know like with the, all their new stuff? It's just, oh like, no, really not popping. even the classics. No, it was like the poppy oh. stuff. It was just like, what is this? And then I like collapsed by a tree. DLG <laughs> could talk about Dan Lowe and Gray could talk about that one. Yeah, that was a fun day. <laughs> and um, I managed so... to watch Radiohead for two hours. <laughs> wow, that's pretty we, good. We'd love yeah. to be yeah. for two hours. Happily, <laughs> happily, especially in in uh, yeah, that little police that we stick. Yeah. Um, Harry, then last couple of months, then you've been quite um, busy. Um, yes. So, what's been going on on in your world? Uh, musically wise, I've changed my name. That's been a that's been a, been a big change, and I felt like I needed to do that because felt like Harry Daniels was just linked to Cheltenham and since I've been trying to make a break in like the Birmingham scene, like obviously with COVID coming, you can't go to gigs and show your face around. So I felt like changing my name and working with Nath as a producer, doing different sounds, it just felt right. And O'Halloran, the whole premise of that, that was my grand's maiden name. And obviously she passed away last year and it just felt right to do that and use that as my name going forward. So yeah, that's what I've done. And, the whole new sound and stuff, it's a lot more popular. And like the track you've heard today, it's a lot more synth heavy and a bit more sample based. So, yeah, yeah, I felt nice. like it was the right thing to do. So, are you kind of breaking away from that whole? Are you, are you kind of just totally rebranding yourself going forward? And yeah, I feel like that that feels like the best thing to do. Obviously, sure. COVID's been a big change for everyone. So, just to go through a whole change and give it a last crack, really, because I'm, I'm not getting any younger and I look. <laughs> I love the music and stuff, so it'd be great to have that as my full-time job. But yeah, things do come up in life, don't they? So sure, man. yeah, this is like my last kick at it, really. So have you got anything that recently released under the O'Halloran yeah, name? Yeah, so I had a track called Not To Script came out. I'm going to bring that out, start of June. And then <clears> I've just uh, brought out a stripped back version of that, and that came out on Friday. So yeah, that's on Spotify and all the rest of the platforms that you have to speak about obviously so yeah <laughs> you know you know the drill joe you know I do. the whole promotion <laughs> over the years yeah, so. I, I do that's why i laugh it's a, it's an arduous <laughs> task isn't it so yeah. it is mate it is it's just uh, 
but it's it's worth doing because obviously oh, of course it is not just to get it out and connect exactly. with people that's the exactly. main thing isn't it exactly. but it is an arduous task as well it's like you need someone with you to do that while you while you go and create the songs i suppose but yeah exactly yeah man yeah so are you gonna so are you gonna be in terms of live and stuff is there any plans for that well that's, it's just kind that's of... yeah Obviously, I need to write some more songs for that. I'm looking at working on an EP with uh, Jacob Dutton Keane in August. So yeah. hopefully get that done with him and then move forward from that and try and do a live, get a live set together with him and Jack Bachelor. Mm. And it'd be to cool. track more and obviously with yeah, the yeah, yeah. being there and stuff. And yeah, try and work with Matt Slack and trying to get the sound right. And yeah, just move forward from that. And nice. I've always wanted to push to play me track. I've just always, I've always liked held myself behind the guitar like trying yeah. to that was always my fear just singing and like obviously you having a great voice I used to <laughs> sit, sit in the basement on Courtney Street and sing along with Future Past Present obviously <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah I used to kind, try and do all the little riffs and stuff that you used to do and stuff so, you, yeah. you're a kind kind man heady days yeah. those days are long over <laughs> probably it's here. a shame it's I, a shame I, I, yeah I, I don't even know if I could do those anymore now well, when you used to like, serve so me spoons, I wanted to like sing it at you, but I could never <laughs> bring find the courage to do it. So, yeah. You should have, mate. You should have. Yeah. You should have. Next, well, next have. time I see you, just do it. Okay, I'll, I'll have a go. I okay. think you should just just co- cover it. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll try. Do it. Yeah, I'll try and cover it. Okay. Do it. a little bit. Yeah, but it'd be I'll very low vocals. It wouldn't be those uh, skyrocketing ones. I don't think, but yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get I'll get the Stev to have a word and he'll he can send you some stems or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> brilliant, yeah, yeah, awesome, <laughs> good times, good times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's amazing that you've like yeah like really interesting. Like you're the first person we spoke to that. A lot of people have learned new skills, but to actually go out there and kind of rebrand totally what you're doing, like a, a new stage name, and I mean that's yeah, really, yeah. really cool, man. And I I really like we were talking before we came on. Um, and started recording like um, thank you so much for sending me the track and for people oh, nice. out, coming out you know it's it's i described it as like a bit of an avici um kind of sound cross with a bit of mumford and sons it's really <laughs> really like upbeat up tempo like beats in there it's really cool yeah and that's the vibe we were going for it's just like that summer tune that obviously people need right now and yeah mm. like it was more it's more a cathartic thing for me because i like, obviously i've wanted to do synths and stuff but I've always been scared of like it's the same with like getting pedals out with your guitar and stuff it's always like <laughs> you try and for me I've always liked to steer clear from it and more focus on the songwriting rather than allowing myself to be like a riffer like Jake Wilcock or whatever anyone in the frog scene all the gigs I've been to I've always stood there and gone I could do that but I've never allowed myself to yeah experience that and look delve deeper into sounds and obviously different reverbs and how your voice can be entailed in different ways so yeah it's nice. really exciting times yeah man i was gonna say exciting stuff then Very, really, yeah, really, yeah. really can't wait for that to drop and yeah so go check out now um follow harry on instagram and all the usual places um under his new name and you can expect some awesome new music real soon um so joe let's uh let, what are we here for what are we here for we're here to talk about albums oh yes demo bachelor can't wait. So, can't wait. As as is as is the norm and the way, Harry Daniels. Uh, what was the first record you ever purchased slash owned? It was Oasis. Don't believe the truth. And yeah, nice. it's what it's one of them. Like obviously, back back <clears> when it was like 10, 11, You don't <laughs> understand the whole meaning of the music. I suppose I thought they were like the big band or whatever. And you know, just went and bought it with pocket money. I probably had found some pennies or whatever at the time. It's that long ago. <laughs> I can't even remember where I got it from, but yeah. <laughs> CDs. 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 Compact discs. Blimey. Bring them back. Bring them yeah, back. Well, should be, <laughs> so this but is yeah. the um this is the um penultimate Oasis record. Um it was indeed. It was there a reason you went and got it? Did you love Oasis and you just thought I can't go out and buy don't look well, it, the it, stuff it, I know. I want to buy it was the one one of them. I just started learning guitar and stuff and they were probably really easy to learn at the time and my guitar teacher would say go and learn this but I'd, I'd always go back with my own music anyway so it'd be like 
I wouldn't actually learn songs that she'd give me. <laughs> but it was just at the time, they were really easy, I suppose. And then obviously all their albums before that were really easy to play along with. And then growing up, you know that a lot of their songs are just Beatles songs. So. <laughs> Damn. Oh, <yeah>. Controversial. Controversial. <laughs> wow. Still a great band, though. <laughs> Come on, Noel. Come at me then. <laughs> yeah. I think he does. He does. He is an avid listener to this podcast, actually. So you might. Yeah, get yeah I've heard that. Yeah, he subscribes. Yeah, he subscribes on Apple Podcasts. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's. It's. Uh, I have to say this. That the, this band is fitting for the time we're currently recording because obviously it would be Glastonbury this weekend. Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, obviously, like one because obviously it isn't happening and um, yeah. one of the things the beaver's been doing is just basically like rounding up the last 50 years and um i saw a performance of them at glastow like for i think it was like live forever or something yeah on, like the enemy stage and, and to like you know a fraction of the of an audience that they would end up playing to it's yeah. just mad it's just mad like are you are you still an oasis fan now uh well, like, say, like, because obviously I did the Frog and Fiddle staff band. We played as Oasis, didn't we? So, like, <laughs> all those songs that we did that night, I would say mm. that era, yeah, brilliant. And then once you start listening to them, you could tell, like, the yeah. fractures. Obviously, there's fractures between Liam and Noel and stuff, and you could tell when Noel went to his solo stuff that how the sound started to change as you listen through. Yeah. So it is interesting. But, like, obviously, if obviously we put... So, like, I was a teenager when I was born in 1994. It would have been classed as just been around then. Yeah. That yeah, was probably absolutely. the time. It was amazing. It was a lot. Yeah. It, yeah, so if I could go back... Everyone talks about going back to the, the 70s and the 60s and stuff. Yeah. I would love to go back to that era as well. But yeah. um, I think the 90s now, definitely. Just to kind yeah. of... Because obviously we were all there, but, like, with no idea of what was going on. So yeah. it'd be quite nice to go back with the knowledge now do you know what I mean like, and then like even after that little phase like Blur Oasis obviously there's yeah. like the shoegaze era as well yeah it, yeah early 2000s definitely yeah I mean like that's you know that's when it was all kind of I was I was aware of that that period yeah. I would yeah, happily yeah. happily go back tomorrow mm. yeah uh, definitely to, to like yeah to 2003 2000, well, 2000 between 2002 to 2006 I'd say yeah, yeah, definitely. And like be able to be an adult like we are now and discuss yeah. about those times now, if you get that. Exactly. Be exactly. Yeah, it'd be incredible. Be absolutely yeah, incredible. No. To be able to see like Arctic monkeys knowing what's gonna happen. Yes. It'd be like nuts. I remember because I, I was actually at Leeds 05. Right. Um the the year that they played, like they were on the Carlin stage. Amazing. Um, and I didn't watch them because I had no idea. Yeah, and then, yeah. like six months later, I heard that you look good on the dance floor, and I was like, yeah. "Oh, I swear they were." Yeah, they were. I read about these cunts, uh, <laughs> and then obviously, like, they're absolutely fun. And I was like, "It was like one of my favorite albums." For, like yeah, years yeah. after that, it's just yeah, hindsight. What a fucker. Um, <laughs> do you think? Um, let's to put you on the spot, Harry. Yes or no? Oasis. Are we going to see him live ever again? Uh, well, Noel did that interview on Sky, didn't he? He had that, it was like an hour program, and he was like, I'm done with that. That was yeah. a great time, but I want to do new things. But they're always going to say that. I reckon they will come back. They, they, they've they got to. Money talks. Just, money does it's talk. A, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, literally. Although I swear Liam has also been like, like, fuck him. Like, no, never again. Is it is it all for show? Like I always, That's always presumably they have to see each other at Christmas. So I no, they don't. They don't. Do they not? I don't think they've spoken to each other for a long, long time. That's but, well. <laughs> well I, I, I don't know then. Yeah, um. <laughs> that poor little man. That poor little Irish man. Uh, <laughs> Christmas Day with the Gallagher's. With the Gallagher's. Go on the Gallagher's. Wow, be amazing. Never, you never know. Yeah. Um, awesome. Do you think they'll come come back, Damon? I, I think they'll play a gig eventually. They will have to. I think the money on the table will be too high. And and like you said, Glastonbury could be somewhere. Um, Nebworth, 
could be somewhere where they go. We'll just do here. Um, the new they did it before, didn't they? The city, was... of Man, the new Man City Stadium. That's there. You go. That's crying out for an Oasis gig, isn't it? Like I've seen, mm. I've been to a gig there, and I, I, it's crying out for it. They played Main Road, the old Man City ground. I think. Have you seen Oasis? I never got to see him, and like you said, we we. I wish. I think the only, the chance I had to go, I would have would have been to get um, when they played Familiar to Millions, the Wembley Stadium shows, two nights at Wembley, and we probably could have tried to get tickets, but we never did. I think we were like fourteen, fifteen, and it was just like. I don't know. Can I go to London at that age? I'd probably like if I was a fifteen-year-old now with the internet and mobile phones. Definitely, but like back then in like the early nineties, like ninety four, yeah, I would have been like 13, 14, So mad. Would I have been allowed to go? To the... Probably not. You'd have actually gone to the ticket shop. Do you remember yes. the ticket shops? You, used to love going to the ticket shop in Cardiff um, to get all my gig tickets. Yeah, for, <laughs> yeah. For the Cardiff yeah. uni shows that I used to go to yeah. in like ninety eight, ninety seven. Just up St Mary Street. Yeah. Just up St Mary Street. It looks a lot yeah. different now. Um, not to make you feel old, but I was four. Yeah, yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> I was going out drinking in like '97. Mad. And most weekends in Cardiff. I wasn't like, even walking gigs. then. I was still bum shuffling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. I think 2001 was like the big, the first. I saw Stereophonics in the Millennium Stadium. It was like the first massive show I ever went to. And it's like under the feet. 95,000 yeah. people just going absolutely fucking bonkers in Cardiff for them, which was, you know, was maybe then they're not quite on the scale of Oasis, but for the, for the time, like, you know, from 98 to 2005, they were probably There's the biggest, another album biggest put, band in the UK. Yeah, they were great. Still, still are. Still love them, still love them. Yeah. Anyway, good good answer to that. I love, love a bit of Oasis chat. Don't don't get yeah. it on here often enough, do we, Jay? Um, you not know? no. Um, so Harry, you've spoke about um a bit of recording yourself over lockdown. Um, can you just name an album you'd have loved to have been in the studio for to either even like be a fly on the wall or just be part of the process? Well, the, so obviously like doing my songwriting and stuff, I always look at various albums and ver- in various genres and stuff. And like obviously, I've responded to some of your questions and stuff, and like. Like the Maccabees through Ample, Given to the Wild, like 2012, that came out, I think it was. Incredible. Like that, that, yeah, that whole album. Yeah. That, like, I've always I've always looked on YouTube for, like, studio bits of that. And, like, I think the producer was sent to Townsend, I think it was. The studio is meant to be incredible. But, like, just the whole sound and, like, the vocals in that. Yeah. And how the guitars interact with each other and... Even hearing that live when I went to see them on their last tour before, obviously they've gone on long-term hiatus. Hopefully they come back. But I went to that with my dad, and like we we love the track Pelican, and like that live was just unreal. And yeah. went away as well. Like a lot of those songs have like helped me through hard times as well. So like that album's quite personal to me in a way that I listen to that a lot, definitely. Yeah. So for me, yeah, that's a brilliant album. But then other albums that. I'll probably always go back to as well like living with Bobby Skay for example he loves and adores Bon Iver and like he showed me the band that was in like Volcano Choir and right. repaved that album in 2013 that's incredible from start to finish listen to it backwards listen to it for like unreal <laughs> just all the different sound like I've said the yeah. one, how they all interact together and I think they're nine piece it's yeah. just brilliant I, I absolutely love that and like Obviously, Bonavere's lyrics are just—they don't make sense. But if you read them, like <laughs> how they just—they just fall together is like unreal. Yeah, Not, we had yeah. Um, Jamie Lemon's drummer Jack Wrench. He's a, a friend of Joe's um, from the Arcane Roots Empire Touring days. He mm. he came on the show and he's he's like he's obsessed with Bonavere as well. And we had a bit of a chat about him. How yeah. they're quite difficult to listen to, but the people that love that band. You know, they yeah. absolutely love that band. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a great pitch. Great life. pitch. Yeah, it's one of them. But and that's but like I, I used to listen to him on repeat for some reason. I don't know how I got into it, but obviously like the open tuning. So like I've mentioned like Joni Mitchell in some of the yeah. questions as well. Like I've always been into that world. So then to hear like 
forever, forever, forever ago. Like you can just hear that all the way through the album. So that, I just nice. hooked onto that immediately. So nice, yeah, good stuff. Mm. Very interesting. Excellent, excellent albums there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. very Definitely. good. Did you, so the was that the Ali Pali gig for the Maccabees for the way, something? Uh, no, it wasn't. I saw him in Birmingham at the O2 okay. Institute. I would have loved to go to the Ali Pali. Like, I meant to see Sam Fender there. That's an insane venue. Yeah, his gig's been like rearranged four times or something. So, yeah, I can't wait to go to Ali Pali. Yeah. I would yeah. go to the Ali Pali every day of the week for a gig if I could. Yeah. It's a great, great venue. Great, great, great venue. Amazing. Have you played Not- there, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> not yet mate not yet uh, I like your optimism though yeah, yeah worry, you, you didn't say no not yet mate not yet I like Another it word. I like it's, it yeah it's a wicked venue we, I think there was talk to go and see Black Midi there when they're oh what yeah. a band I've seen them they're fucking amazing man literally they're uh, I think they're due to be going there like August or something the Hare and Hounds in 2018 <laughs> yeah I was like what the hell is this but then it was like wow yeah, it's totally different, isn't it? It is. It's incredible. I've I've yet to see that. I discovered them by accident live yeah. on the KXP stuff that they did in like oh, okay. Brussels or something. Yeah, and then yeah. I was just obsessed with them, and then then Schlagheim came out, and I was just yeah, even crazy. more obsessed. It's just <laughs> it's so sick, so sick. And then obviously their story was just like what the fuck to have yeah, no yeah. online presence, and then to have a Mercury nominated album in like less than a year. It's just insane. Yeah. It's an incredible story. Very anyway, yeah. it is, yeah, exactly. Like, or, or they have, they have, and Bonivere actually. Um, it's, yeah. yeah, to just like, just to do it, they just it cements that like you should just keep playing live. Like yeah. it will, or, it will always come back to playing live. That's and then the that's whole, what I call it. Anyway. Play to the side and stuff. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's just all yeah. clever, and yeah, it's very cool, Love clever RT London people, aren't they? Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> The lead singer came through the crowd with like his Russian hat and coat on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he yeah. Past, it was like, yeah, is he, he really was, tall? Is he or is he quite no, short? No, he's really small. He's really short. He had this big Russian coat on. <laughs> he looks mental though. Like you wouldn't yeah, want to. Why don't you like, like my pie? Like <laughs> if you said the wrong thing, he'd just go for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he well, looks like he's got mental behind the eyes. Like he just bottle you or something. The drummer's class though. Yeah, uh, is it Matt? What's his What's his name? Matt Doodad? I think it was that. I don't name. know the name, but yeah, but yeah, yeah he's good. Very good. Yeah, good stuff. Good mm. stuff. Excellent, excellent album. Say it again. See. Yeah. There we go. So, uh, an artist, um, your friends would be surprised that you love Harry. Uh, yeah. So, like, I remember watching George Holland a few years ago and Christine and the Queen. Came on, oh. and I was like, "Wow!" And then I'd heard a track "Tilted" that came yeah. on, and like I was just totally captivated by that track, and obviously the whole cross with the French and English, and yeah. Ever since, like, she's come out, and like her latest, I don't know what her latest album was, but uh, just list all the different tracks are brilliant, and yeah, yeah. I definitely yeah. would. I'd love to go and see her live for sure, and I've always been captivated by what she does, and how she puts herself across online and yeah but Tilted for me that song is like incredible like, I can listen to that on repeat 10 times and not be bored so yeah yeah no it is it is an amazing so they did a double release for, for like both of them so there's a French version and then there's an English version oh yeah that's and like yeah, I, I just them. French people just are amazing like yeah. they just everything sounds so much cooler in French French rap is sick like French yeah. pop is even sicker you know well, but yeah, yeah. I I uh, I'm the same as you, mate. Like I saw that performance and the the yeah. the dance, the kind of the merging of like dance, yeah, and then the fact that she was genuinely singing as well. It was so yeah. unique, and she got moves. Yeah, yeah. so she has. And, you know, it was just like and I remember my dad saying, "Like this is great," and like he was like, "Oh, you need to cover that. You need to cover that." I still haven't covered it, but uh... <laughs> there are better songs, to be honest. I would yeah. say. Oh, okay. On um yeah, yeah like. Yeah, definitely on. Um, I think is it is it Chris is on or is it? I don't even know. I get it's in French. It looks like I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chaleur yeah, Humaine. Yeah, yeah, on. <laughs> but yeah, but they French there. No, I literally it just I, it just came to me. I channeled mm. her. 
Um, and then Chris <laughs> is the most recent one. There's some bear tunes on Chris that you should definitely cover. Because um, okay. that's got Girlfriend on it, which was just like, it's just an absolute banger. Like, it's, it's got like a Daft Punk, Childish Gambino groove to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, this amazing, sexy, again, French Daft Punk, you know, yeah, that whole yeah, vibe. No. But that, like that whole pop sound, like you said in France as well, is what you just—you'd wish that would come across into England even more. Yeah, it, well, massively just, so. Yeah, it just—it sounds great, and I—I I wouldn't say I listened to pop when I was in Cheltenham because obviously being around Cheltenham, there's a lot of it's all guitar-driven, isn't it? And yeah, the whole 2003 sounds. So I got very caught up in that, and then since I've come away from there, I've started listening to more lo-fi and then pop and stuff, and then yeah, I've gone. Now I've started to sound a bit more commercial with what I'm writing with now. It's like you start noticing different songs totally all together. And yeah, it's well, crazy, you, really. The whole do you reckon, expanse of it. Yeah. Do you think Christine and the Queens may have been kind of subconsciously been an influence on the new stuff, perhaps? Or? Uh, possibly, yeah. Like, I've always just wanted to sing. So really, I think yeah. I've just always been scared to do that. So like, obviously... I do listen to a lot of female artists, really, but yeah. I don't know if that's, that's, I don't know, like you say, is that an influence? Maybe so, but it's just I've always wanted to, yeah, push my voice, I suppose. I've always tried to push it. They're, they're the best. They're the best for um, for reference, I think, female singers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially I'm, especially for range and stuff and push, and like you say, for pushing your vocal. Exactly. Um, like Leanne Havis as well. Oh, man. Now yeah. we're talking. Now oh, we're talking. That's oh, so another one that's been on the podcast a few times. Uh, I just, I just ah, desperately okay. in love with her. That's why. One day. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But like yeah. all cinema on her first album, like. Oh man, you know, like, what a you know, tune! Track, do you remember my track Troubadour? Yeah. Yeah, that was like that rhythm from that. I sort of ripped yeah, off the, that. The, the shuffle, isn't the, it? Yeah, the shuffle. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I sort of got out from, and that stuck with me. And then yeah, Troubadour came, but. That whole album for me as well, like uh, Lost and Found, what a great track. And yeah, yeah. just ever since have that. You, um, was... Have you done the newest one? Uh, the self, the I haven't got into one. that one as much, to be fair. I need to go back um, to it. I would, um, I, she does some incredible stuff on it. It's more groovier than the other two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's just some, yeah, again, it's just Leanne, isn't it? Like she's just yeah. a bit magical. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm writing as well. He's like exactly as if you exactly, delve deeper like, than just what like the production is. Yeah, because obviously a 2015 one, we like what you don't do on and stuff. That's quite neo soul, isn't it? But it is, it is, it is. If you listen to the lyrics and how they intertwine with the, what the instrumentation is doing, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, for me, you no, know? she is amazing and an incredible guitarist as well. Like, yes, yeah, her, just incredible use of space. And then jazz yeah. chords that harmonise with her. She's just amazing. That harmonise with yeah. her like perfectly. It's got a very good good ear, clearly. Wow, yeah, and that and like working with Ben Chapala in Cheltenham as well. Like obviously being at uni with him, obviously yeah. he's all the jazz chords and stuff. So <laughs> we'd always talk about Leanne quite a lot. And like if we wrote songs together, it would be based off, like you say, those small jazz chords that she works around. So yeah. yeah. As it many diminished sevenths as physically possible, isn't it? Oh, yeah. That's Ben's well more than mine. <laughs> but I played by ear, so I wouldn't know what the chords are. Just, if it sounds good, yeah, keep that. <laughs> I'll be honest. That, that's the yeah. extent of my jazz knowledge right there. Just sevenths. Just, and then just say diminished. And then yeah. the jazz guys go, oh, yeah, nice, nice, And then nice. flatten it with something. Yeah, exactly. And then just yeah. play all the notes in between and you're golden. Mm. And then come back. <laughs> that's jazz, man. Easy. Yeah, you should turn up at the Cheltenham Jazz Festival and just say that to one of the... I really will. good musicians that turn up and see what <laughs> Yeah. Next time. See if uh, they talk to you. I, I, I'll give it a go. We'll give it a go. Yeah. Hotel Devan is where they'll hang out. So, uh, oh. so yeah, we'll uh, next, oh, one, oh. one of those Saturday oh. sessions. <laughs> I know. There's, there's a very strong French theme on this show today. Yeah, yeah. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> there, there's, my, there's my extensive French knowledge. Bonjour. Yeah. Bonjour. And Harry, um, Harry, and <laughs> Harry, all right, man. Harry, um, Harry, either <laughs> either as a physical um, copy or metaphorically, an album you would save in a fire. I know I sent Blue Joni Mitchell, but 
I think I said that because it was like the 50th year of it this week. But like that, that is such a hard question to like lob at someone. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Desert Island Disc situation. Like, what do you take? It's like, it's one of them. So, climate. That is the blueprint for this show, actually. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. That, that is a really hard question. But do you, do, you like, like, do you collect music? Have you got like vinyl? Yeah, I've got, I've got like vinyls downstairs. It's generally more like modern ones that I've got, but like I've got like Bats of Black, Amy Winehouse, and obviously Foles. I love Foles. So I've got their, obviously, they had the two part like mm. their albums and stuff. Obviously, they were meant to tour and COVID's obviously uh, subsided that. So I bought tickets for them in 2019 and the gigs in 2022. Uh, Lime, I've got obviously got Ben Howard, got his records. Uh, this that is damn it's such a hard question. Like, <laughs> I don't know what to go with. You can That's, have a couple if you if you think you can take save a few then you're carrying. Save a few, mate. Right, I'd say Pink Moon, Nick Drake. Cool. And I, I'd, I'd say that one because where my auntie lives in Tamworth in Arden, which is like about 20 minutes out of Birmingham, near Solihull, that's where he was from and she lives on the road that he lived on. So that's quite yeah. special to me. And she always said like my early music with the open tunings and my low voice that I used to mumble with. Uh, I sounded very reminiscent of him. And, and then meeting Ben at uni, he was so into Nick Drake. And I was like, well, hang on a minute. My auntie lives where he's from and I've been by his grave and stuff and yeah like I'd say that one's a definitely a taker because that's just he's great Nick Drake and it's a shame that he's not with us these days And but uh, our stories are very similar like he, he battled with his mental health and he tried to fit in an era where mental health wasn't even considered at the time and yeah. was kept away really and like his songwriting was there to help him through those times so yeah that album for me, like you can hear that, and for me, like music for me, that's that comes my my battles with my mental health comes through my songwriting. So yeah, that'd been number one. Number two, Blimey. yeah, it's tough. I don't know what to take, but like Black Party, they're another band for me. So uh, what was the title of their first album? Silent Alarm. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I take that. Absolutely, album. I wish they never split up either. Yeah, they're still going. Well, yeah, but it's not the it's not the full it's, band, is it? No, no, the lineup is completely different now. But it's just him, and it he's the only real original. So. It's Kelly and Russell Lissick, isn't it? Oh I'm yeah, no, he's Lint, isn't he? Yeah, he went all Sorry. poppy and electronic after Kelly went and did his own stuff, didn't he? So he did, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like obviously, like Eating Glass, I love that track. Great there, track. And, yeah, and then so here we are. I used to yeah. listen to that on repeat all the time. Like this, yeah, class album. So they're my two. Damn great, great selections. I look, yeah, we've never, no one's ever bought Block Party up. Um, but me and Joe, no. we've listened, like, I remember Joe on a road trip to London once and we listened to like the whole kind of back catalogue of Block Party, just absolutely vibing Gosh. on it. Oh, uh, mate, as soon as, you, as soon as you put that, al- that album on, Silent Alarm, I'm, it's, li- it's instantly 2005. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Like, like, it's almost like you just you close your eyes and you are, you're back with your bootcut jeans and your <laughs> small, small superhero T-shirt and, and your wristbands. <laughs> wristbands. Uh, yeah, yeah mate, literally. Uh, and, and your Converse that are, like, completely fucked. And that's and, the mad thing that that became like the main street rock of that time yeah i know literally just and I, like like you said harry mate it was absolutely just an incredible time though yeah all the bands that came out just in that year alone like 2005 i think like I, feeder were like smashing it around then and obviously exactly. it's like stereophonics uh Ali, but like pigeon detectives and claws exactly. fuck me Pigeon detectives. I know. Ah, that's a little blast. Ah, I'm not sorry. Well, I'm not sorry. Yeah. They're like a joke <laughs> exactly. band now, aren't they? Pigeon yeah. detectives. They? People see, yeah. People and, like, see the them. The They're like, ah, it's them. It's, it's a shame. Like, and yeah. the Wombats and fucking, you know, wombats. all these absolute stonking guitar bands. And then like the enemy came. Yeah. The enemy. The enemy yeah. were amazing. Yeah. We, we were like, hello. And then they just disappeared. Yeah. We live and die in these. Yeah, Coventry Coventry band, weren't they? From Coventry. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely Coventry. But yeah. 
amazing stuff. Anyway, anyway. Um, or boy, poor boy, remember them? Sorry, just to really throw that. <laughs> just keep going. Sorry. Yeah, go, sorry, go on, go on. Question five, Joe. What have we got? Um, what have we got? Let's see. Um, bear with me. Uh, an album or an artist that reminds you of being in the car as a youngster, Harry Daniels. Young like, Harry Daniels. Few, yeah, there was a few for this, but like, I responded with Dark Side of the Moon, obviously Pink Floyd, and like, like one of the best albums of all time. Excellent. Yeah, exactly. Like obviously, my dad loves them, and like obviously David Gilmore. I like I listen to his solo albums as well. Like, yeah, he's is he an influence as a guitarist? I, I would say yeah, especially like this his way of the sound like his sound that yeah the sound that he's got for sure and like, I'd love to get like a uh, Strymon Volante that sort of does the same work as his like Space Echo okay yeah that would yeah he's he would definitely be a big influence on me for sure and like he has a studio on a canal boat doesn't he like I'd love to go and see that yeah it's classic that'd be cool that'd be yeah. very cool yeah but Apparently very tall. Yeah, he is, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, like Dark Side of the Moon, that whole album. No. You can't beat Dark Side of the Moon, you're right. I think... Absolute stunkers. It would definitely be in my... Um, yeah, the list of music that I had on when I was a kid in the car. Dark Side yeah. of the Moon with, and The Wall and The Division Bell. And wish you were it's here. The fact that it's on tape as well, so you put in the tape and it's not, and it's not. Yeah. Like, your dad's like recorded from the, the original. You put that in, it wasn't like it was obviously on a CD, but it's just that like original sound of the tape as well. It was just, yeah. yeah. You just remember that. Thing, yeah. <laughs> we would always go Sorry. on holiday to Wales. And we'd, we'd like pack the whole car for like five weeks because my mum was a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I'd just be sat in the back, like crunched in. <laughs> like everything around me and then that would come on so of course you're going to remember things like that but yeah the best times exactly yeah oh yeah for sure yeah Harry amazing answers thank you so much for being our guest today um, absolutely superb chance no seeing your face again which unfortunately well, the, sure. don't get to see but um, hopefully what you know, a lovely face fingers where you have gorgeous yeah. gorgeous Hopefully. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. A few months down the line and we'll be in the Frog and Fiddle drinking. Oh, hopefully. And, uh, seeing all of our friends there with no restrictions, no face masks. All stood and queuing up at the bar like idiots. <laughs> and then sweating in the pigs at yeah. two in the morning thinking of a kebab. So, yeah. I cannot wait. Uh, I cannot wait. Um, before we go, we just want to sort of, um, we'll go around the um, virtual room and... Uh, Talk about what we're listening to at the moment. So we'll give you a minute to think about that. And as tradition goes, Joe Green, we'd like to start with yourself. Uh, I am listening to, I'm listening to, um, as always, I'm not going forward, constantly going back. I dug out an old school Chili Peppers album, One Hot Minute the other day, uh, because it used to be uh, on heavy rotation back in there. uh, And I hadn't listened to it for ages. Back in there, exactly. So... Uh, one hot minute by the Chili's with Dave nice. Navarro on guitar. Oh, just as Freshante left because he was like, "I'm a massive heroin addict now." Bye. <laughs> so, so yeah, so grab them. Different sound. That's nice. Big stunkers on it. One hot minute. Um, I well, actually when we um. People won't know this, but when we invite our guests to the podcast, we create a little whatsapp group with the three of us to talk about what we're going to chat about and yeah we do it's the start of the euros well we're kind of middle four <laughs> so, um and harry was on about some football songs and <laughs> when me and my friends got together for the first game and the second game we just pre- pre-game we belt out new order so which one um the world in motion the greatest football song of all time that um, is a great tune and New Order, obviously, an amazing band. And so I've been listening to New Order quite a bit. Um, 
and some of their stuff and then if you're on spotify and you get like we also recommend this so there's also been like a lot of pet shop boys coming up on my um spotify and i've listened listened to like a lot of pet shop boys recently as well so instead of new stuff which i normally go for um it's ah. been a lot of new order and pet shop boys just because some quality synth pop yeah synth wave isn't it i think it was. and you know the scent when the uh we had that awesome heat wave when england played their first game um a couple of weeks ago and it was just you know red hot summer and you know even though every, football's not everybody's cup of tea um it is not i no. still think it brings like a bit of a feel-good factor um into the country especially at a time when we really need it um and yeah england played germany on tuesday we're recording this on the sunday like we normally do so there's still quite a good little feel good factor going around the country hopefully if england can progress in the tournament um and yeah put new order on just before the game world in motion and if you are not if you haven't got hairs sticking up on your arms as you play that song then you are probably not human <laughs> Football's like, coming home. <laughs> football's coming home. Harry doesn't disagree. No, I disagree. I think that I've been, but it's Germany in it. So it's Germany in it. Yeah, it's one of them. Um, Harry, what, yeah, are you listen- what, are you what are you listening to? What are you listening to? I gave you a few options, but the one that I have been listening to quite a lot is a band called Trousdale, and they're they're three girls, and they all do three part harmony. And the one track that I listen to quite a lot is Wouldn't Come Back. And they're from America. They're just unreal. And they're up and coming. And that's that me, like, music these days. I love just finding new artists that are on the way up more than like your established artists. That's what I go on Pitchfork. I go on all those different taste-making websites and look for new artists. So, yeah, I found that through there. And obviously, they come up on your Instagram once you've looked once. So, uh, yeah, brilliant band. Yeah, amazing so. um harry thank you so much again for coming on to the gate for gateway podcast um please make sure you check out harry's um new stage name new persona new songs coming out real soon <coughs> he's already released one awesome song um and done a strip that version of it so please go and check him out on all your your usual platforms um and Joe Green, I hope to see you real soon. Thank you so much again for coming along for the journey. Um, and no del- worries. Thank delving you Delving into me. the early 2000s and get, going back to a good time. It's my generation. It's my time. It's your time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, guys, enjoy um, the rest of the weekend, what's left of it, and enjoy a good week. Um, hopefully the sun will be shining in England or be in the semi-final of a, world, of a European Championships when this comes out and... Um, yeah, the good times are rolling. 19th of July is D-Day. And we should be good to go. So take care, everybody. Just take care of yourselves and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Stay well. <laughs> Stay well.